It's raining. Yeah. It's pouring. <laughs> and old Bruce Wayne is snoring. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Welcome to the Herald and Modcast. Welcome to the Herald, Colin Farrell and Modcast. And we'll be reviewing the Lego Batman movie in this episode. Yeah, world premiere. The movie's not even out yet, so we're giving you a spoiler-free. Not that there's much to spoil. Yeah, but it's sort yeah, of a rip-roaring show. Not much of a mystery. It uh, it hits theaters on February 10th nationwide, yeah. and uh, yeah, we saw it on Saturday. Yeah, we saw it on Saturday, and uh, here we thought we were going to a simple press screening. <laughs> <laughs> and we show up in Westwood, and it's the freaking world premiere movie premiere. Derp. Derp. Here we are. Like, oh, excuse me. I'm little Charlie. I was wondering if I could come see a movie with you guys. Yeah. And it's like Mariah Carey and fucking uh, Terry Crews and... Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rosario Dawson. You know, Rosario Dawson was there. Eric Andre was there. Yeah, they're they item. An item. Uh, yeah, of course. Will Arnett plays Batman. Yep. Zach Galifianakis is the Joker. Zach Galifianakis. Rosario Dawson plays uh, Barbara Gordon. Barbara Gordon. Um, Michael Sarah plays Robin. Yep. Dick Grayson. Yep. Uh, Ray Fines plays. Ray, uh, yeah. Uh, Alfred Pennyworth. Yep. Channing to Tom Penny, is. Is it Pennyworth or Pennywise? Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Pennywise is. A <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Way different. Sorry. Please. I'm still like getting over the screaming of uh, euphoria from the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Last night. Yeah. How about that? <sighs> yeah. How we about could t- that? We could do a whole podcast on that. Uh, and how excited we are about that. The ups and downs of that game. Motherfuckers. And the overtime and the winning touchdown and yeah. the fucking 25 point comeback. My God. I know. Oh, my gosh. Anyhow. But we'll stick to the review of Lego Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now we are, you know, obviously he made an appearance in the Lego movie. Right. And was kind of sort of like the doofus comic relief they made him a bit. Yeah, because you know? he was not really the main character. He was... He was funny. He was the funny character. Yeah. And Chris Pratt was the main character. For me, they just took the coolest part of that movie and gave it its own movie. Yeah. Because there's a lot... I think it's the same writers, right? It is of the uh, Lego movie. Well, it's directed by Chris McKay, who's known for uh, Robot Chicken. I think that's Adam McKay's brother too. Possibly. I think. Uh, Seth Graham Smith, who wrote the novels Pride and Prejudice, Zombies, and Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and also did the screenplays for the movies, mm-hmm. um, and is writing Beetlejuice Two. Yeah. Uh, he was he's credited writer along with Chris McKenna, who is doing the new Jumanji. And uh, also Spider-Man Homecoming, and he wrote for American Dad. Um, so that's kind of the crew that's doing this. Yeah. And um, the writing's very strong. It's, uh, they, it's a fun movie, and they do a lot of research on just the Batman universe. Yes. They incorporate pretty much every single comic villain, TV movie villain, mm-hmm. and sort of the different ways they've been interpreted in, in different like 
uh, uh, you know, tellings of right. Batman. And every single one except noticeably not there was Solomon Grundy. Oh, yeah. Because they had everywhere. They even had the Condiment King. Which oh, that's right. Most people yeah. don't even know what that is. They probably thought it's made up, but it's from an episode of the animated series where Joker, like, brainwashes these comedians and they turn into supervillains. Oh, really? And one of the most notable ones was the Condiment King, this guy who has, he's sort of like Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Freeze or Mr. Freeze, mm-hmm. except he has ketchup and mustard. <laughs> and, like, that's his weapon. And everyone used to make fun of the Condiment King. It was, like, the silliest thing right. ever. Right. And so for them to include him as one of the villains was pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I was, like, the lone guy that was like, woo, Condiment yeah, King. see, that's why uh, it's good to have you around for your knowledge base. Some knowledge. It was just Some funny. It was like, base. you guys, well, it's just clearly they did their homework. Like, you guys got the Condiment King yeah. in there and, like, Polka Dot Man and, like, all of these obscure right. uh, supervillains except Solomon yeah. Grundy. Yeah, which What's was up super with that, weird. Folks? I don't know. I don't know because they had Bane, they had Killer Croc, they yep. had Clayface, they had Mr. Freeze, they yeah. had Poison Ivy, like all, all the usual suspects, the Riddler. Yep. Uh, yeah. Penguin. Well, and then they did this whole thing because one part of the story is it, the story is really about the relationship between Batman and the Joker. And yeah. uh, sort it, of a different take, but a similar take that well, was done in Killing Joke. It's about their. But, the, you know, that, that one cannot function with the other, the and they really yang. are in this relationship. And then enter Barbara Gordon, who's now taking over for her father. Yeah. And she's kind of like, we got to all do this together, teamwork. We don't just need a Batman. We need to do it together. And so that's a theme that they explore of well, so teamwork, like, and he's a lone wolf. And he sort of becomes, he's made obsolete by her, like, we just need the, the the police to handle it because she becomes basically the new commissioner of right. the Gotham Police Department. And she kicks ass. And she kicks ass and she knows what she's doing and she's like, we don't need, like, I got this Batman. You can go spend time with your family. And that's another thing is like family. Batman yep. and his lack of family and his work sort of takes over that void. Right. Because he has no one to go home to at night except for Alfred. Yeah. You know? And so he kind of is you know he doesn't think what do i do when i'm not batman well and it's very funny the way they play with these actual real themes from the batman universe but also you know deep themes you know of, yeah because they do this whole and the way they incorporate it in the lego universe is hilarious like, it is funny they There's have so him come on malone and he has like a, a endless like bathrobe like jackets yeah, you know smoky those jackets smoky jackets to put on silk robes and yeah and and alfred leaves him uh a lobster <laughs> that he like, puts in a microwave, microwave yeah and there's eat. a million of them and well because he goes from being like just sort of like rock star praise to alone in a robe eating lobster by himself yeah you know? and then he goes back out as bruce from uh, wayne and gets right. the praise again but as batman it's like sort of a lonely existence yeah and he sort of compensates by being because will arnett plays batman as like super egomaniac like overcompensating right. you know whereas like most times batman as Batman's not really that he's you know but it's the Lego universe and right. I think and I think what they did very successfully with this film is they explore a lot of different well, a lot of known themes but also different themes they did it within the Lego universe and they you could make this really Deadpool cheese you know like super cheesy Deadpool but yeah. instead yeah. they just go right to that line and because it's in the Lego universe it's not and it's well, it's and funny. if it does do that, it's it's Lego pieces, right? Like, and the thing about that is they do that sort of like self awareness, like they're aware that this is Lego pieces, yeah, kind of like the Lego video games because the yes. Lego video games yeah. are fun, man. And they do they'll do Lord of the Rings, they'll do the Hobbit Lego, they'll do Harry Potter Lego mm-hmm. in on you know PlayStation Four, and they'll take these same stories, but then they'll 
add in these little sort of tongue in cheek things. Yeah. Boy, like, yeah, we're Lego pieces. I'm Lego. Yeah. Lobo, so I'm going to break apart if I fall and that kind of thing, you know? But it's funny. It Instead is funny. of yeah. being cheesy, which after seeing Deadpool like 10 times now, because it's always on HBO, uh, it's really a lot cheesier than I thought it was the first time I saw it. Yeah, it is. I was surprised walking, uh, watching it back. A lot of the dialogue from Ryan Reynolds, like the delivery and just the, the lines, yeah. man, are super like hammy hammy not very clever or intelligent this is both clever and intelligent and witty and and it's also a fucking spectacle of the eyes oh yeah like the way they this was the lego movie done like 10 times more yes just the way they do the explosions and that opening sequence where joker first uh, you know, is is uh, going to blow up Gotham and right. separate the parts because it's, uh, you know, they talk about it's like not on tectonic plates or something, so right. it's, it's completely empty. Yeah. And just the way Batman <laughs> saves him and they introduce all the all the villains, you know, yep. and it's quite um, an action movie too. Well, it's too. super high energy. It's almost like you're watching one of those old, you know, TV show Batmans where it's just like, right yeah. out of the gate and you have this whole sequence that's sort of like... At music and high level and everything, yeah. and then they sort of bring it down to the story. But it's really takes you; it grabs you the minute you sit there and it's you're awesome. in. Well, especially with all the people, and there was cheering and clapping. Yeah, and, you know, it was really climactic and high high energy. And yeah. I got to say, the way they can mix the CGI with the actual real Lego builds yes. was incredible. I know it's incredible. Like the Lego movie was impressive, but this was a whole new level. And I would see a Lego Batman too before I'd watch a Lego movie too. To be honest honest i'd rather just see Agreed. lego batman too yeah you know? yeah it was so much cooler i really enjoyed uh just the spectacle of what they were able to do with the lego universe mm-hmm. mixed with the batman universe because i'm such a batman fan yes and i'm a lego fan i still like if yeah, i could you do you have I'd buy Legos. Lego and you build have them. tons of them yeah if i could i'd buy more and build them because it's fun <laughs> it's still fun what do you think of the cast the cast was pretty sort of hipster hollywood but I like, like Will Barnett as Hollywood. Batman. Though. Oh yeah, he's great. He's awesome. Yeah, it was just um... Zach Galifianakis did a good job as the Joker. Yeah, it was a good sort of like Joker for kids, you know. I mean, it was kind of fun and to see Michael Sarah, the two of them back together after years of arrested development, to see him and Will Arnett back together. Oh, in that's something. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, he, Michael Sarah did a good job as Robin, he and the did. Robin character was incorporated well because he's already an orphan. And right. he wants to be adopted. Yeah. And so he ends up being adopted by Bruce Wayne by accident. Uh-huh. And then Batman sort of has to take him under his wing. And Robin doesn't know yet that Batman is, in fact, Bruce Wayne. And Alfred is kind of like battle-ready kick-ass in this one. And Ray Fiennes, of course, is great. Yeah, Ray Fiennes is really That's good. He's great. The um, Alfred character is funny. You know, it's fun. It's funny. It's there's some funny moments. Very funny. Uh, Rosario Dawson did a good job as Barbara Gordon. Yeah, it was cool, man. She did a great job. Her character was a different take on Barbara Gordon from the comics. Yeah, I liked you know, it. She becomes Batgirl sort of by the end of it. Right. Everyone knows Barbara Gordon's Batgirl. Right. It's not much of a spoiler, but the, <laughs> the way she becomes Batgirl is different. Than, yeah. Than the comics. They definitely made it their own. They, I mean, yeah. they did so many odes to all the different because there was this one sequence where they showed the different iterations of Batman throughout the years, and they yeah. literally did a clip from the '60s TV show, and of it's very Adam funny West. the way they put it in there. Yeah, because they go and they show like the Dark Knight, and it's all in Lego. Like, yeah, here's the Dark Knight. Here's Batman begins. Here's you know Batman. Uh, returns yeah and then they go and then that weird phase you had in the 60s and it and was like the Adam real clip, West. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, yeah it was really funny 
Yeah, so they do. They a do a lot of nods, man. A lot yeah. of fan service, but it's not like ham fisted fan service. Mm-hmm. A lot of it will go over kids' heads. They don't like they wouldn't know, but then adult fans would be like, "Oh, cool!" And they incorporated right. that and incorporated this. Just the fact that they have Clayface in Lego, yeah, like the way they were able to do that was really cool, right? You know. So I mean, it is this relationship between the Joker and Batman, and then the Joker surrenders himself to Batman and Batman's ego won't allow him to kind of totally realize that there's something else going on. And he tries to get, he goes to Superman's um, fortress of solitude and he finds that the justice leagues, they're parting without him. That was a funny scene. (laughs) Yeah. Like Tatum, Superman. Yep. Yep. And like um, Jonah Hill is green lantern. Adam divine is uh, the Flash. Flash, yeah. I don't, was Wonder Woman there? I know she was no, there. No, yeah, like, she. I didn't know. Played her? Yeah. I didn't. See yeah, it. Oh, Jonah okay. Hill is Green Lantern again because oh. he was in. Oh, the Lego right, movie. right, right. And just like Channing Tatum was Superman in the Lego movie. But he wants to get the device that sends people to the Phantom Zone. Yeah, the Phantom Projector. Right. Because ba- Superman talks about Zod and sending him to yeah. the Phantom Zone, and so Joker is like, if I get to the Phantom Zone. I can release all of the bad guys that have been captured throughout yep. the millennia's, you know, the baddest of the bad that are in the Phantom Zone. So he plays Batman and he kind of Batman plays right into him. And yep. and basically the whole Suicide Squad is locked up in Arkham, Arkham Asylum and Joker abandons them to go get the bad guys in Phantom Zone. And it's like everyone you could think of. It's Voldemort. They do a lot of cross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's funny because that's when it goes super Lego where they like yeah. cross uh, franchises. Yeah. It's like Lord of the Rings and King Kong and Godzilla and Jaws and, <laughs> and like a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon and the Dracula. Necromancer. Dra- Necromancer, Dracula, <laughs> like all of the bad guys, except Zod. Zod wasn't there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Zod wasn't there. There was there. no Zod. <laughs> that was the funniest part was that yeah. Zod didn't make an appearance. Well, no, I thought I saw Zod standing there. They just didn't really voice him but i remember I mean, maybe yeah they didn't have him as a character right that like st- i could even remember yeah. you know but d- either way he wasn't it was just funny that he wasn't a character I know, even though, <laughs> after yeah. that like that's, <laughs> that's what made him go to the first right. place you know this, that was kind of funny but uh yeah king kong and the, the fight scenes when um joker opens the phantom zone and you see king kong and they're all attacking gotham at once yeah the wicked well and the yeah. flying monkeys oh, the right. flying monkeys like it's pretty awesome it's, the grem- gremlins oh yeah from gremlins. gremlins yeah gremlins are there it's like yeah. really funny all the different uh different movie franchises and stories and the big eye of Sauron was in it. Just a big tower that could talk (laughs) (laughs) just in the water. It's pretty funny, man. (laughs) And the the CGI and mixed with the Lego, I'm really curious to see it behind the scenes of like what were actual Lego builds with CGI and like how they mixed it, you know, with like Fury Road. Absolutely. Yeah. Parts of it, most of it's practical and then they put in the CGI right? or vice versa. Yeah, it was cool, man. The voice acting was good. The script yep. was good. You know, there was like not really any real dips in the in the movie. No, like, not really. Like, there's a couple scenes, whatever, that you just sort of have to be in there, and you know. But they made really good use of time mm-hmm. and story and their actors, and I really thoroughly enjoyed it from the moment it started to the end. Yeah, I mean, we might be biased because the environment we saw it made it really fun but i don't True. know i don't know i don't but think so. i don't know i think that I even think if, if we, we didn't were like in a crummy it, press screening right we still would have loved or it or just saw it at the theater yeah i would have been like wow that was way better than lego movie for yeah. starters and second like this is a batman movie 
Like it's still a Batman it's, movie. Yeah. You know, just cause it's it's not like Justice League or you know Ben right. Affleck. This is a cool Batman. It movie. It really is. Oh yeah, and all the different, uh, you know, the his Bat Cave is like the biggest sprawlingest most high-tech yeah. we've ever seen <laughs> ever ever and they have he has it's funny on like a revolving they call it the the bat rotisserie <laughs> where it has all the vehicles but it has the tumbler and it has yeah. the michael keaton one and it has the ben affleck one and like they do all that kind of yeah. stuff and all the different bat costumes right. he has and robin picks the batmon the rage one yeah that's yeah, like, yeah that's how he gets his robin colors because they're basically the pants off. yeah he's like these are too these pants are too confining <laughs> yeah it was good man it was fun it was it's a, so much fun that's the bottom line is yeah. in a word it's fun as an adult era child like you'll have fun in this movie if yeah. you don't you're just like a soulless dead person like, <laughs> dead on the inside <laughs> what do you do with your life man enjoy well, it i give it a nine yeah i'd give it like an eight and a half nine i'd say i give it a nine give it a i nine. think it's worth a nine i'll give it an eight and a half and all right we'll, split the, we'll split the difference because it's yeah like a yeah eight and a half nine i think that's a fair score yeah it's a funny movie and it's probably the best movie we've seen in theaters this year uh, so far. I mean, it's early, but, you know. Yeah, I'd have to say yes to that. Yeah, yeah it it's is. It's a full story. It's not, And it's not just um, using Lego and Batman license to, like, sell Lego. Right. You know, it's a real, it's a full movie. It's fun. Yeah. It's a full story. There's a beginning, middle, end. And then there's a sort of cool arc that by the end, yep. the family thing comes back around, the family thing. Yeah. And how they both need each other. And they all sort of work together. Yeah. And they all sort of become Lego again at right. the end where they sort of connect. It's pretty funny. Hey, well done. Well done. Uh, yeah, and bravo. You can see behind the scenes interviews with Will Arnett, also red carpet interviews with Will Arnett, Zach Galifianakis, and the other cast members. On our website at thehmcnetwork.com. Yeah. So uh, that's it for our review of the Lego Batman movie. Until next time, fans. See ya.